It's Rose Water Song. It's the Rose Water Song. It sounds like every other song I've written before the Rose Water Song. Hello and welcome to the Rosewater Connection, a weekly podcast that explores all things related to mental health and wellness. I'm your host, Wes, and I'm joined by two amazing, wonderful people, Heidi Carl, Director of Operations for BGC Saskatoon, and my boss, and Clint Mraz, <laughs> Registered Psychotherapist and owner of, Shift, of The Shift Counseling Services. Um, today we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, social media and its impacts on people, specifically young people. Uh, but first, it has been a while since we've all uh, been in the same room together for recording. How are you guys doing today? Heinz, you get to go first, always. Oh. Well, if she went first in the intro, maybe you should go first. In well, that's the, nice. Just so it's fair is fair. I like mm. that idea. Fair is not always equal, but in this... This one feels right. Equity it? over equality. Fair yeah. play, equal play. Oh, okay, I got to take off my headphones because that <laughs> echo is making it really hard to talk. I'm doing well, thank you. A busy time for the shift counseling services right now. I heard. Exciting time, busy time. Uh, I've been fortunate, lucky enough, gifted with gratitude around the, uh, having uh, a, a wonderful support and, and partner and uh, a lot of guidance through one. Heidi Carl, who has uh, been a wonderful um, support for the Shift Counseling Services and myself throughout this whole expansion, uh, going from a sole proprietor to a multi-therapist agency as of April 3rd, uh, within the new confines of a big old beautiful character house built in 1912 uh, right here in Saskatoon, Crosby City Hospital. Um, yeah, it's been a, a labor of, of love for just a number of months because that's truly what it's been. It was, uh, I've been thinking about this for a while. Um, but then, you know, I had a few people kind of pushing me and the universe kind of pushing me. Maybe don't be this uh, lone wolf forever as a, as a therapist. Uh, yeah, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> and then I found this big, beautiful, uh, wonderful space to, to grow into and grow out of. Um, so... Yeah, it's been it's been really quite fun and exciting and extremely busy for the last number of months, but looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, it's awesome. So next month that's where we're recording. You betcha. Deal? Okay. Yep. Have to buy you some soundproof uh, some soundproofing panels. Fine. Stick them up on your wall. That's a good idea. Okay. Heidi, how have you been? Uh, I've been good and busy and uh I will say honored and privileged to be able to work alongside Clint with the expansion of the shift. It's awesome um, and exciting and um, really just what a great opportunity for people in Saskatoon area to come to this space and just have a warm, welcoming, comfortable experience as they uh, heal and grow. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, are you guys ready to jump into today's uh, topic of conversation? Yeah, I was gonna go. I was gonna get into character for this one. Get into character. Yeah, okay. I was gonna get into character. Of, uh, for those of you who don't know, Clint's actually a method actor that we've uh, <laughs> we've hired. We've hired <laughs> the, gr the grumpy old guy. 
which I am, but like even grumpier, even older than me. Um, let's call him Tony. <laughs> and he sounds like this. And it's like, oh, these young people, they're always on their phones, always on this internet web. I was sorry, I'm on my phone. I was listening. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> but I won't overdo it on that because uh, I'm, I find that I still struggle with getting caught into the loop of all things internet related and you start scrolling through short duration videos that have no, <laughs> no evidence of being any value to me except just wasting my time. And well, it's enjoyable, of course, and it's pleasurable just to waste time at times. But you can get caught in that loop and nobody's immune from that, right? It's like, start scrolling through video reels and there's no connection between any of it. But, well, that's interesting. Well, that's interesting. Well, that was funny. Well, that was cool. And it's scary. Because the brain loves that stuff. When you look at our generation, <clears throat> we use social media in a, in a different way, even in as far as, um, you know, at, at first it was just, a, you know, oh, I want to see the pictures of the people I don't talk to anymore, and I want to see the updates, and really it's just morphed into to a big habit where you hear a lot of people say, I don't want to be on my phone, and yet I pick it up. And I pick it up and I notice such a big difference when I purposefully put it down and take time away from it. It's huge. I've noticed you do. You, you've been doing that. Mm -hmm. I've been making an I, effort to do that. I've been noticing that you are ignoring it when it's flashing or buzzing or going off and it's not controlling you and it stays over there or it stays over there or it stays over yep. off. So you've made a conscious decision. Decision. And was it difficult for a time at all? At first it was, you know, because when you sit there, if you're quiet, or maybe if you're avoiding getting quiet, um, it's easy to pick up and just scroll, right? Mm. But I found that was making me cranky. Mm. And not because of the content, it's just like, you know, you're scrolling and there's nothing interesting in there. <laughs> and, you know, like you're just... And what why you do it out of habit. So I was like, I need to just break that habit of picking it up. It's do your... you think you plateaued with the, the dopamine shots that you get in the brain when you first start this habit? Uh, yeah. Short duration reels, right? And scrolling and scrolling, scrolling. And okay, been there, done that, been there, done that, been mm -hmm. there, done that. And the brain ends up going, what else you got? Which is also <laughs> really sad that, you know, I've been on, let's say, social media so much that it's boring. Like that, I don't like that. So I was like, I don't know, because I'm never on social media, and I find it boring. Like I, I, I'm 25. I am the generation that is supposed to be all online. I don't know if I'm the generation that takes pictures of their food or just after that. But uh, <laughs> I like I have a, a Facebook account with I think one friend uh, that I use for work. <laughs> And I just this uh, last week had to make an Instagram account because, again, for work, I was trying. We had an account that we were locked out of and they the organization didn't have an email address or a phone number to contact them. You had to direct message them on Instagram. 
or Twitter. And, uh, and yeah, I, so I, I made this Instagram and I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll look up like, uh, uh, my workplace. I'll look up BGC Saskatoon's Instagram. I'll look up white Buffalo youth lodge. And, uh, I don't know. It was just like kind of monotonous. Like I didn't, I don't get the appeal. Uh, and maybe that's cause it hasn't had time yet to like, uh, calibrate itself. Mm. All the algorithms haven't figured out yeah. like, uh, <laughs> what I'm into and it hasn't been able to like get its hooks in me yet, but I don't let the hooks in. Yeah. Well, I don't like the, the not being present. Right. So like if you're talking to someone, you're having a conversation and your phone goes off, you know, and then you have this like, oh, I got to check it. Oh, I got to make sure, you know, I wonder what that is. Right. And that that connection mm-hmm. to the phone. And as soon as you're thinking that you're not listening. Hmm. I've been doing that, haven't I? And Why don't you call me out on it? She did. You weren't listening. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know that's what I do sometimes. Yeah, you do. Because oh, I'm that important that I need to attend to this. Mm-hmm. Well, this is something <clears throat> extremely important that I must attend to. <laughs> do you know what you tend to do? What? And it's what I used to do too. But you've evolved. No, I'm trying to get better. But so you're a better person. Than you. No. That is not what it, well, okay. In this you want to go there. <laughs> well, today, mm-hmm. no, but when, when you're attached to your, like when I'm attached to my phone mm-hmm. and, and somebody else's phone goes off, you're like, oh, shouldn't you check that? What if that's important? Right? Whereas if I'm not as attached, I'm not worried about somebody checking their phone too. That bothers me when you don't get your phone sometimes. It's dinging and binging and buzzing. It's an emergency. There could be a catastrophic event happening right now. No. Not anymore. Not anymore. Or not any, not as, no, that's not even true. I'm just going to say not as much. Hmm. That, that looks and sounds and feels like that's an excellent habit that you're getting into. I'm trying to. Yes. Yeah. And that looks and and sounds and feels like you um, are one of the lucky ones, young Wes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm definitely, I'm really bad at uh, checking Take, my phone. And taking pictures of your food. Uh, no, don't do, I don't eat either really, so. Okay. I only eat supper, so. Oh, Two check marks. There I you go. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing, but. A uh, <laughs> um, Yeah, I, I, not social media wise, but emails, texts, I'm like kind of constantly working, so I'm always checking either my phone or I, I get them on my watch. Now that was a. Uh, pandemic era thing that kind of I got a watch so I could check my my messages without needing to touch my phone and then clean my hands when we were like preparing meals for food security and that was kind of the beginning of that bad habit that I haven't really stopped um, for me my, like my issues with social media is gonna sound kind of funny as I'm sitting here on a podcast recording myself to, <laughs> to, to <laughs> a bunch of people I don't know is the oversharing and like the, the, I don't know. I just, there are things that I wouldn't personally tell someone who wasn't like my best friend or, or my partner, um, that I see people like just making these like ranting posts on Facebook. And I'm like, what do you, do you really want everyone and their cousin to see that? Like, 
I don't know. Well, so there's the oversharing both physically and emotionally. Yeah, we had that conversation not long ago. Like it's 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 really quite concerning the amount of oversharing of thyself. Mm-hmm. Boom, wide open. Yeah, body, and I guess I was gonna, yeah, yeah. It's astounding, and I mean the the need for attention, right? And mm-hmm. I can I can say you know I write posts, right? And do I do I want people to like them? Yes. Do I feel happy when people like them? Yes. <clears throat> and the posts are about mental health and wellness. Yeah. They're not, you know, an overshare of, of mm-hmm. you know, your body parts or, or um, your, your you know. Right. Right. But even from that perspective, um, I would imagine you'd get a glimpse of how people are affected. Absolutely. Right? Because that makes perfect sense that, you're putting stuff out there that, uh, with the intention uh, of positivity, support, um, openness, vulnerability, uh, awareness around all things mental health and, and wellness. That's that's the intent always, and you want others to benefit from it. You don't you don't put it out there uh, and hope that somebody suffers because of, it. No. <laughs> of course. But what if somebody was to say something about your content? at any time and call you out and say, that is no good. That sucks. What would happen to you? Yeah, I'd be upset. And I think the mm. common denominator between, you know, people putting themselves out there is that, you know, there's healthy and unhealthy ways, but everyone's looking for connection, right? Like I'm looking for people to connect to those posts mm-hmm. because um, I think what, what some of them are saying is, you know, hopefully helpful. Well, and is that just life in general, though, where you have a tendency to focus on the negative as opposed to the, like, let's say you put out this post and you have five people who tell you, hey, I really connected to that. I really needed that. Like, I needed to hear that. Thank you. Then you have one person that say, you don't know what you're talking about. And that's the one you're walking away. Well, you take it personally, right? right? So you take the likes and the dislikes. All right, derailed you a little bit, sorry. Yeah, I think you take um, both the likes and the dislikes personally when really it's not about you, It's a, but you lean into it. I've said this time and time again um, to my sons, to other young people, young clients that I work with. I, I feel for the younger generations with what they've, grown up with in regards to technology, internet, social media, mm-hmm. the interface of a smartphone and the interaction and the time spent with all of this technology that is absolutely mind blowing. It's, <clears throat> it's incredibly distracting. Um, it is such a wonderful source to be mm, ungrounded and to not be present and to be constantly distracted. And that just is. And I think if we don't start to proactively, conscientiously, consistently challenge that and fight against it, we're in trouble. People are going to lose connection. 
over and over and over because that interface, that phone is not connection. Well, part of my decision that's actually, <clears throat> it was a bit humbling because when you realize that you're not that important, <laughs> like I'm serious, like, mm -hmm. you know, when you realize that you're not that important, the phone doesn't matter as much. I mean, for me, that's how it happened for me, right? Like my ego was getting in the road and, oh, I need to check that. I need to, you know, what if this, what if that? And it was just like, a, you know what? You're not that important and people will do without you. Mm. And they do. And they figure it out, right? Mm. And so for me, I needed a bit of humbling with that to make the decision to start not checking my phone constantly right or being okay with it being away from me because I, I like why i'm gonna sit with that for a bit that's really powerful so what do you do then like how do you people need to be more connected like you're saying you feel bad for this this generation coming up i don't know if it's feel bad i still i was i didn't have to mm -hmm. deal with this yeah Growing up, you know, through my younger years, teenage years, younger adult, forever and a day, I didn't have to navigate life with this distraction. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad I didn't have that distraction. And I guess maybe... Why? Okay, so that's my bias. But my, why? Right? If you can describe why. I don't know why. You know why. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Right? I mean, because you think of, like, I think about my daughters, um, especially one of them you know, and what they're missing out on, oh, yeah. right? They're not spending as much time outdoors. They're not spending as much time connecting face-to-face mm -hmm. -face, in person, right? Their connection is online well, more yeah. so than we ever grew up with, right? You come at it from a sensory, an interpersonal relationship dynamic, uh, connections and attachments through our sensory experience, right? Looking another soul in the eyes, right? Smelling the smells and, and sharing time and space and, and the sounds and the taste and, and, and what we're taking into the skin, as well as the natural elements of the earth, right? Fire, water, the earth, air, like all of that is good medicine. It's good energy. Mm -hmm. We're missing out because we've got this phone in front of our face and we're losing connection. Not everybody's wired to be um, extroverted and they get fed off of social interaction. Mm -hmm. I get that. And <clears throat> with respect, I'll always respect that. But at the same time, you know what? It's not healthy to have this in front of you all the time. And it's not healthy to have that shot of dopamine <laughs> constantly going <clears throat> because you're looking for pleasure through the interface of technology and the smartphone and all of that. It's catching up to us. We're seeing a lot of difficulties around mental health with younger and older people alike because mm -hmm. of social media and this connection to uh, this technology. Well, an attachment to that phone, right? <clears throat> how often, you know, well, how often? Every damn day. When I leave somewhere, I'm patting my pockets. Oh. Right? Am I looking for my keys? Okay. But I'm always checking for my phone each I, time. It's interesting you mention that because... Just the other day, I was home, and I had to go from the kitchen to the bathroom. And I had to bring my phone with me. And in that moment, 
I had this moment of, and I said it out loud to my dog, Rosie. I said, I've got to take my phone with me, I guess. I know who I was talking to, the universe, my dog. Uh But I laughed at myself and I was almost, uh, I don't know, I felt, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. I think it's so important to go from there to there. What am I going to miss? Mm-hmm. And I remember that old cartoon that I saw a number of years ago where it's, yeah, individuals all walking around just looking like zombies. And they've got this big chain attached to their their whole body. And it's, it's this phone that they're dragging around because it's got to go everywhere. It is a weight actually lifted off when you can be detached from your phone. Mm-hmm. And just have the, I guess, the attitude towards it. Like, you know, if it's if it's my girls and it's important, they're going to phone. And otherwise, I'm off. And I say this on a day where, you know, we've made a post on social yeah, media about, you know, a new website, new booking well, app. How many and times exciting. I go back to my phone today? Oh, right? and I've been checking it. Because it's a big day. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So you put something out there. And it's a big thing for you. Yep. Or maybe you think it's a big thing. Okay. And you're expecting a response. You, you, you want some sort of feedback. Mm-hmm. And you might get it. Any it validation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because what did I say to you? So did you hear anything back? What did people say about the website? <laughs> right? <What'd> you <clears throat> because that's, mm-hmm. you're putting it out there. Yeah. Um, you know what? Another thing that's coming up a lot and it's come up for a number of years now in the work that I'm doing is, um, I don't know where to categorize it as far as ages, I guess maybe if I'm guessing the ages that I kind of see it in the most, maybe between you know, 13 and 18, um, you know, boys and girls, young men and women are looking for some sort of um, mental health uh, diagnosis through the interface of technology and the smartphone and social media to identify themselves with something that's wrong with them. Mm -hmm. And this is coming at me time and time again, and it's it's becoming extremely uh, concerning. Because I have a lot of young people who um, I'm working with and they're looking for what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And I'm constantly, because the way that I work is I'm, I'm a strength-based therapist. Uh, I'm, I'm a positive psychology guy. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm always on the flip side. of the, I'm on the 180 of where they're at. I'm, okay, I get it. But tell me about your strengths. Tell me about your areas of awesome. What are you good at? What are you proud of? Where's your attitudes of gratitudes? And it's, there's always this kind of pushback from me in regards to these, these type of conversations. So what do you think then a diagnosis or that label, you know, that the, like what's detrimental? Like well, generally like, well, speaking, again, right? I mean, everybody's looking for identity. And if the human condition is, we all have this, you know, journey around identity. Who am I? What am I about? Where do I belong? Right? And why? And it's got to fit. And you know what? 
that's a lifelong thing. Mm-hmm. And especially for younger people in those formative years, developmental years, they're right in the thick of identity, right? Yeah. Um, exploration. And that piece right there can quite quickly fill that gap around identity. Well, I'm this. Because I've diagnosed myself. Because that TikToker, is that what you call him? I, I think so. <laughs> influencer. Just like it used to be YouTuber. Yeah, yeah. Social yeah. media on, influencer. On that internet web. I'm never going to stop talking like an old guy in regards to internet stuff. <laughs> but that TikToker influencer said, well, if you've got these symptoms, you are bipolar. And I believe them. And so now I'm bipolar. Okay, so what does that mean if you're bipolar? Well, it means that I'm really, really high and I'm really, really low all the time. Okay, so what does that mean? What are you going to do about it? Well, I have to go see a psychiatrist. I have to go to my doctor because I have to get medication for bipolar because that's what, you know, I know. And that's what I heard. Mm. And I'm talking about these are real conversations that I have. And so not to say that, you know, there's no turning back, but there's a lot of open, frank, transparent discussion that needs to be had about this particular issue. And that's why I'm always going to promote. Okay, I understand that that's what you heard and that's your perspective and your worldview and, and where you're seeing things right now. However, but tell me about the other side, the other side, the good stuff, the positive, the strengths, all of that. And it's always there. Mm-hmm. Right. I think you said once too that that <clears throat> that diagnosis, especially for for the younger people, is um, really has them working from deficit. Yeah, and if we work from deficit, then we we, we see ourselves from a, a deficit sort of uh, space and perspective. What's wrong with me? What needs to be fixed? What areas of my life uh, suck? And if that is the deficit headspace and model that you're operating out of, it's incredibly heavy, heavy lifting, and, and it's hard work all of the time to move through life when you look at yourself from a, a deficit sort of space. But if we look at it from a space of a strength-based perspective, if I practice and I conscientiously work towards, I'm going to think about what I like, what I'm good at, what I'm passionate about, what my areas of gratitude were, and my strengths lie. What do people say about me that I'm proud of, make me blush, right? What's my internal language around positivity and encouragement and support? If we do that more and more and more, and we foster that, and we explicitly teach that, I think we're going to be moving in the right direction. But the thing about self-diagnosing around mental health based on social media is an incredibly dangerous zone that I'm seeing right now. That's all for today's episode of the Rosewater Connection. We want to thank you so much for listening. Uh, We do want to keep these episodes to under one hour. So we're cutting up this conversation. You can look for part two uh, in the feed next time. Um, and again, thank you so much for listening and joining us on this journey of mental health and wellness. You know, we hope that you learned something new, felt inspired, or, uh, maybe just found some comfort in our conversations. And although it may sound kind of antithetical to the, 
uh, topic of conversation we are having today. If you, uh, you enjoyed this podcast, you know, maybe uh, subscribe, rate us, review us on your favorite platform. And don't forget to follow us on social media, of course, uh, for more updates and content. You can find our link tree to all of our platforms in the episode description. And just uh, on a, a more personal note, you know, we understand that you only have so many hours in a day and the fact that you would choose to spend one of them with us, even if you're only like um, listening in the background while you do your dishes or you're driving your car, or folding laundry, uh, we really appreciate it. And if you think that anyone else uh, you know might benefit from listening to this or just enjoy it, uh, if you could share that, uh, share with them, that would be very much appreciated. But uh, until next time, we'll be back Thursday and thanks again. Take care of yourself. Have a great day. Take care of those feet. Soak those feet. Massage those feet. Get good shoes. Stay off your feet. <laughs>